Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily BRI Investment Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. What a wild ride this has been, huh? What a wild ride this has been so far. I'm going to cover a few bases today. It's going to be a little fun today because, you know, I'm a, <clears throat> I don't think I was born a cynic or a skeptic, but man, have I ever become one. Like, like, like most of you listening right now, have we not been forced? Have they not forced us to become really fucking cynical? I, I, I wasn't born this way. <laughs> but I can tell you, after my first few years on Wall Street, you know, <clears throat> I started questioning things. <laughs> I may be a simple Texas boy, but even, even this guy was like, wait a minute. Why are they saying this, but why are they doing that? What is going on here? And so, you know, I figured out pretty quickly that, okay, I got to either find my own way to do this or I just got to find something else to do. But I can't, I can't work in an environment of fraud. I can't, I can't say that investment banking <clears throat> uh, really loves this and, and the research analyst really loves it too, but they don't communicate and talk to each other. You know, there's no way that they have some kind of a secret deal together where they're going to take a company public, evaluate it at X, say it's worth X, you know, just to drive the price up. And when I was at Raymond James, there was this is a true story. I this happened, okay? This happened. Raymond James had the number one, re, which is why I went there. Raymond James, <clears throat> when I left Oppenheimer with Raymond James, in addition to him giving me a pretty good, a pretty good chunk of money to come over, um, I had some friends that worked there. They've been recruiting me for about a year and a half or two. Well, I went over because the research department was number one on Wall Street, number one, and they've been number one for years. It's like every year, Raymond James, number one, number one. How's this little Florida firm? They were sm- much smaller. You know, obviously, they're big now. And they, they weren't small then, but they were, you know, they, weren't a, they were just a regional firm. And, of course, now they're, everybody knows who they are. How's this little regional Wall Street firm, how do, they get, how do their analysts so much better? How, how do they do so much better than the big boys, you know, the Merrill Lynch's of the world, right? Smith Barney's at the time, okay? All, all the big guys. So... <clears throat> I'm over there, and yeah, I, I like it. I've got good people. The analysts are good. I got to know a lot of them and doing my thing. And I come in one morning, and uh, we have a meeting right away. And so my assistant hands me the Wall Street Journal and says, you'll want to read this. And the article is about Raymond James' fraud and the fact that they had to completely come out and admit it, revise all their returns from their analysts because they had been calculating them fraudulently for all those years. Now, this story was hidden on page like 16B, okay? But obviously, we all knew. Everybody knew about it. Everybody that, that, that mattered knew. I won't go through all the details, but essentially, they had been calculating the returns based on where the stock closed the day before instead of where it opened after the analyst made the buy recommendation. So, you know, the stocks open 10, 15, 20%, boom, right, right away. This is pretty common, especially when you have the kind of reputation they have. Out and out fraud, and it went on for, I think, 12 or 13 years of, I'm not, 12 or 13, in that, it was over a decade of fraud. And so, <clears throat> you know, I'm jaded. Okay, I could go on and on. I got so many stories I could tell you about the IPOs, the way they're priced, the way they take place, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Look, most of you experience this yourself. Most of you know this by now, all right? Which is why you listen to this podcast. It's why you subscribe to our our service. Thank you for that. 
Sign up at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We're going to shoot it straight. We're going to help you make real money. And we uncover stuff like this all the time because we, Tyler and I, we're not beholden to anybody. Nobody tells us what to write or say. Nobody. And uh, that's cost us, by the way. It's cost us opportunities. Right? It's cost me TV appearances. I don't care. Good, don't care. It's about what's right and what's wrong. There is no gray area when it comes to the truth. The truth is the truth. It's just, that's it, right? So <clears throat> here we go into this uh, Iraq war. Uh, excuse me, Iraq war. I've got, you can see where I'm going with this already. And I'm not going to belabor the point too much because you guys, the girls know me pretty well. But I asked quite this question this morning uh, of our uh, subscribers and, and, and on Twitter. Before this war broke out, if you were approached by, by the countries of Russia and Ukraine, and they both of them asked you for a loan of 100000 which which side would you be more tempted to give that loan to, or would you give it to anyone? And I, my answer was no. I, wouldn't, I don't trust either one of these companies to pay me back. Neither one of them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them any money. And folks, that should be our position, in my, in my opinion. That should be our position here. I don't have a dog in this fight. You know what, I, 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 I'm rooting for the Ukrainian people because obviously they're, they're citizens. By the way, the average, you know what the average uh, annual income for the average Ukrainian person is? It's about $11,000. And I think that's even on the high side. It's between $9,500 and $11,000. I've seen two different estimates here. So this is a very impoverished country that has a reputation, a well-earned reputation, of being one of the most corrupt countries on the planet. Why do you think the Bidens and the Clintons, etc., and the Obamas have done business with them for forever? I'll get to more of that in just a minute. But we have our own problems here, folks, don't we? Do we not? We have a southern border that's under invasion. Two million illegals in a year. Two million coming through Texas and the southern border, Arizona, etc. We have a violent crime wave sweeping the country. We have inflation at 40-year highs. And then we know the obvious things. The country's got $30 trillion in debt. We're coming out of a two-year pandemic that's bankrupted. Tons of Americans wiped out small businesses. And, and something very few people are talking about has caused a mental health crisis like this country has never seen before. We have real problems here. This is not one of them. Russia-Ukraine is not one of them. I don't care. I do not care. I do not care at all. It's not our problem. This is Europe's problem. But as always, you know, we have to get involved in it. And we're there. No question. This is going to escalate. I just saw that the, uh, the meetings are having for the uh, peace talks have fallen apart. Imagine that. This, this has to drag out. And the reason this has to drag out, again, I'm telling you my opinion. But for our newer listeners, let me just tell you a few of the things that I got right over the years. And this is well documented, folks. This is all very well documented because I've been writing the VRA since 2003. Okay. Everything I'm about to tell you is documented. Here's the things that I got right, right that the media got wrong. 9-11. I won't even go into it, okay? But the official story has more holes than Swiss cheese. I know no one. I know no one, period, that believes the official story anymore. Of course, you can't talk about it publicly. You know, they, they still shame you for that one. But, you know, for those that, that are like, Kip, what are you talking about? Go to ae911truth.org. ae911truth.org. Spend five minutes there. Find out what more than 3,000 architects and engineers have to say about 9-11. See, see what actual scientists say. 
And I'll, I'll, I'll go through those quickly. The Patriot Act. <clears throat> I've written about this for, I don't know, 15 years, longer. Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. Ted Cruz fell for that. Marco Rubio fell for that. All these Republicans, Lindsey Graham, all these Republicans, Donald Trump did not fall for that. All these Republicans that are now warmongering us, saying it's time to get involved here and to help these poor Ukrainian people, okay? They all fell for Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. Of course, the two wars that followed. These are, these are all scam wars. These, these are wag the dog wars. Uh, and by the way, folks, I, Condoleezza Rice was on a, a, a news program on Fox News on Sunday. She's one of their favorite warmongers. And the, 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 the lady interviewing her um, said, asked her the question, so, so what, what Russia's done here, this is an, this is an act of war. This is, like a, this, is a, uh, this is an act of war. They've invaded another country, right? And Condoleezza Rice just there shook her head up and down. Yes, oh yes. My God, war crimes is what the girl said. This is war crimes. And Condoleezza Rice, yes, it's war crimes. Condoleezza Rice was Secretary of State when we went into Iraq and killed more than 500,000 innocent civilians, Condoleezza Rice is going, to go, is going to say that Putin is a war cr a criminal after what she did and George W. Bush did and Colin Powell did and that, that whole Don, Don Rumsfeld did and Dick Cheney did, that whole administration, war criminals, and Condoleezza Rice is going to start casting stones and aspersions at Vladimir Putin. Look, I, I'm, not, I'm not in Putin's corner. Again, I don't have a dog in this fight, but I recognize complete lies and propaganda when I see it. Okay, quickly. What else did I cover and get right that the media got wrong? I don't know, the financial housing crisis. I was writing at the time, what is the Fed doing? Hiking rates 17 straight times 2004, 2006. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're going to crash the whole thing. Folks, I went on a tour, speaking tour, pretty much all over the place, Telling people, do stop, stop buying real estate, stop buying homes. This is like 2006. This is not going to end well. I was talking at the time about the Japanese bear market in real estate, what happened there, when their housing market topped, etc. Um, you know, again, so th this is all well documented. Obamacare, spying on Trump, Russia, 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 the Las Vegas massacre, stolen election, January the 6th, and of course, the biggie of recent date, coronavirus insanity. So I covered all those. I covered them extensively. I wrote about them extensively, all of them. And I was right about every one, every single one, every single one. I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I know most, I guarantee you, if I were to take an honest survey of everyone listening here today, I would say 50% of you got all these right as well. It, it may be even higher than that. The majority, majority, and I think some of you listening, you probably got them all right, because you're like me. We we've been we, we've been trained to distrust the mainstream media and the quote unquote experts, and so we recognize bullshit when we see it and when we hear it. And I have real questions about this war now. If you if you've seen the movie Wag the Dog, if you haven't, folks, it's it's a it's a two ninety nine. Rental on Prime, okay? You, 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 you have to watch this movie. I watched it again over the weekend. I, I, my wife and I saw it many, many years ago. I'd forgotten how good this movie is, especially with what's happening now. Because it, basically they had to put on a, a phony war. They called it a pageant. Pa it was pageantry. 
a production to fool the American people because there was a scandal going on in the White House. Okay? Sound familiar? Right? And what I know is that here we have <clears throat> Russia has far more power, by the way. Russia has far more power than anybody ever thought. Think about this. In, inside of a week, when did the invasion happen? What, Wednesday night? Start Wednesday night? What is that? F five days, maybe? In less than a week, Vladimir Putin has murdered coronavirus. It's over. It's just he's just ghosted it. Vladimir Putin Putin has put an end to four to six to eight to ten Fed rate hikes this year. Poof, gone. And Vladimir Putin has put an end to Biden's inflation problem because this is all now. This is this is Russia's Russia Russia Russia. This is Russia problem. Russia's the reason that oil prices are a hundred dollars a barrel. Russia is the culprit here. Russia's the reason that we have 40-year highs in inflation. It's all Russia now. Putin did all this in four or five days, folks. That's real power. That is real power. <laughs> That's called wag the dog right there. And I'll tell you something. And I, I, I started writing this over on Twitter over the weekend. I'm telling you straight up, this is about to happen. As a matter of fact, this is such a slam dunk. This is... But this is politics 101, human nature 101. And I caught a lot of crap for saying it, but I started saying this last week, actually. We are witnessing communists helping communists. And it's just clear as uh, the nose in your face. Democrats and Russia and Putin have been best friends going back a very long time. How do we know that? How do we know that? Let's see. Uh, Uranium One deal. Right, Clinton, Secretary of State, they basically gave Russia twenty percent of our uranium in a in a in a in a, in a ugly naked naked ugly deal. Right, who was president there? Of course, it was Obama. What happened after that? Well, Crimea. Russia just strolled right in and just took it. O Obama provided no military assistance whatsoever. I think he sent pillows. I, I it's not. I think he sent pillows and sheets. And I know that sounds like I'm making it up. I think that's actually right. I think I remember that. But I know no military assistance at all. Just, here, Vlad, take it. Of course, Putin, uh, Obama was also caught on a hot mic saying to uh, uh, Medvedev, the president at the time, please just tell, tell Vlad that I'll have more flexibility after the election. We've all seen that. And now, you know, not only is, uh, is, uh, is Russia taking part of Ukraine, and that's all, that's all they're going to take. That's really has been, that's been my view for, from the beginning. I just don't... Invading a country, <clears throat> invading a country and destroying its infrastructure and killing its people, right, which is what you'd have to do. That's what's going to... That's what you'd have to have. It would have to be not just an invasion. You would have to control it, right? We're talking about ugly, ugly long-term war, Okay. That's not a Russia-Putin thing. That's, a, that's more of a U.S. thing. That's what we did in Iraq and Afghanistan. We, we're in the country rebuilding, rebuilding business, right? And again, I don't have any, any special insights here. Putin may, may do it. Maybe he's going to take the whole country. Maybe it's going to be a bloody, bloody, ugly war. Maybe it turns into a world war. Look, again, nothing would surprise me. I just, don't, I just don't think Putin's that dumb. This does not match his M.O. This matches the U.S.'s M.O. But what I know is going to happen next, again, this is politics 101. 
both Putin and Biden are about to get big wins here. Big wins. For, for Putin, it'll be a military win. When that's, that's more important. To, 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 the, to the Russian people, military wins, that's the legacy building stuff right there. That's what it's all about, which is why Afghanistan was such a, a black eye for them and why they've been so hesitant to do anything big since then. But Crimea was a win for them. And now this is, they're going to get some, some key parts of eastern Ukraine, at minimum, and it's going to be a big W for, for, for Russia. By the way, these are Russian-speaking parts of Ukraine that are very loyal and friendly to Putin and Russia. So this is they, – they pretty much want to do this. They, they think that Ukraine is being run by Nazis. This is what they say. You don't know this because they don't cover it in the media. But so, – so Putin gets his, his W – and Biden will get his W. And I know it seems ridiculous to say this now, as badly as Biden has botched all of this. And my God, has he ever. But if, one, if we know one thing about war, and if this is drags on, and again, people start, we're going to war. You know, the drum beats of war. You watch Fox News. My God, I, don't, I can't watch anything else, but I got to watch something. You know, I've got to see what these clowns are saying. Woo, man, are they ever ginning up the hatred for Russia. I fear, I fear for Russian people in this country. We're already seeing uh, there was a, a shot, I think, of New York a restaurant that was uh, all the windows were busted out. Have you seen that? Uh, a Russian, uh, you know, restaurant. And uh, I fear for people in uh, in this country that are uh, that are proud Russians because they're going to be targets now. It started the the crazyville in this country is being ginned up, and it's 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 uh, irresponsible networks like Fox that are leading the way. I, I won't go into it too much more, but man, this Jennifer Griffin, some of the reporters are just, they've already crossed the line. They are, they call you a Putin apologist or a Putin puppet if you dare take anything other than the official narrative that they've already started. This is Rona. This is coronavirus right from, right from Jump Street. This is what we saw. If you dared to question the official narrative of Rona, as you'll remember from a couple years ago, like, remember these China videos that were coming out of people just dying in the streets? Like, what? That seems very weird. Is, what do they have, Ebola? How, how are they just, how are people just keeling over and dying? My God, what, what is this? What is this flu? And of course, it was nonsense. It was made up. But if you questioned it, you were called every conspiracy name in the book. I've been calling them all, folks. They don't faze me. It's, it's a badge of honor because they're not conspiracy theories. They're, of course, conspiracy facts. Only the conspiracy theorists have been right over the last 20 years. So all we have to do is be very proud of that. And also remember uh, when, the, when, when people first started dying in this country. And we're like, okay, so this person is 87 years old, right? Uh, it looks like all the deaths in nursing homes, these people are all in their 80s and 90s. And they had other health issues. How do we know? How do we know what killed them? Oh, my God. How could you ask that question? They, they, these poor people are dead. Don't you have any sympathy? What's wrong with you? You know? So they really, really pull at the heartstrings and they make you feel stupid. For they, make, they do. They make you feel stupid and a little dumb for daring to ask the questions. But, you know, I just don't care. I, I just don't care. The truth is the truth. Right. And everything else is propaganda. So we always go there. Right. And by the way, that's how you know you're on the scent. You know, you're on the scent when they start calling you these names and start saying, how dare you ask that question? You, you, you Putin apologist. Right. That's how you know that they're lying. 
That's exactly, it's the tell. It's the tell. And so this is what I'm looking for here. Already starting to get it on Twitter. And people are already, well, exactly what do you have against Ukraine? And why are you so pro-Russia? Right, that's kind of the line right now. <laughs> Just because they're asking questions. Again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care which side wins. I mean, I don't want to see my die, obviously. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a cold, heartless person. <laughs> but these are countries that, that are just not trustworthy. <laughs> We're throwing billions of additional dollars at it. We have all these problems here at home. It is just, um, it's just, it's sad. It is sad. But, you know, it's also funny at the same time because we've just seen this movie so many times. But Biden's poll numbers are going to go up. They're going to go up. Because at times of war, and again, that drum he's beating, at times of war, people rally around the flag. This is just human nature. And the president's poll numbers do go up. So, you know, uh, I think what I, what, do I, what I speculate is going to happen here, this is going to drag out because, again, you know, two weeks, 15 days of slow spread. <laughs> 15, this is where we are. This is going to be over soon, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, it'll drag out. They'll need the drama, right? They'll, they'll need to, the more that Biden gets involved and the more he looks like a leader on the world stage, the more his numbers will rise. This is why you do these things. That's why it's called Wag the Dog. So, I, again, I'm just, I, don't, I don't have any special insights. I just have experience. And again, a lot of skepticism because of all the lies we've been told over the years. So it's because of all that that we've been buying. Because it's over. You know, you always, as first shots fired, again, you got to admit, we got this right, didn't we? We got this one right. First shots fired, you sell your hedges, you buy the markets. Best, best, certainly tech stock. Here's the evidence of that. From Thursday's open to today, we have had a 1,700-point move higher in the Dow Jones. Here's the big one, though. NASDAQ, 1,150 points higher, including was up again today. 1,150-point move higher in NASDAQ from Thursday's open. 9.2%, right? 9.2%. And for our VRA members here, well, we bought TQQQ, which is the three-time leverage NASDAQ 100 ETF, and we are already up 19%. Excuse me. Uh, da, 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 da. 20, is that 29%? We're up 29% already from, uh, from, from, uh, from, from Thursday's open where we bought it. So, yeah, that's right, because it's three times ETF. So, sure, it's almost 30%. So we got that right. And I think that uh, this, this rally has a ways to go. The market just looks like it wants to go higher. And again, you know, you, uh, you know this, was a, this really was a perfect sell the rumor, buy the news. Sell the rumor, buy the news setup. Again, we, we talked about this, Ed. Now, you, if you've been on this cast, you know we've talked about it. We, we, had you, we did. We had your position right. We did. But, you know, you're only as good as your last pick. And believe me, Tyler and I live by that. We know that's true. So you got to stay on top of this, and we are. But let's talk about the markets today because it does look like the markets want to go higher now that I've got all that out of my system. I don't have the answers. I've got a lot of questions, folks, just like you. And I'm a big believer in pattern recognition. Big believer in pattern recognition. I think we'll keep, we're going to keep buying dips, folks. We're going to keep buying dips here is what we're going to do. That's the play here. That is the play here. Okay, uh, market all over the place today. Dow Jones today after – making a good comeback in the morning, then fell again back down over 500 points. It looked like this could get ugly as word of the peace, quote-unquote peace talks were falling apart. Have you seen footage in the front lines? Has anybody here see, actually seen footage 
from the front lines? I think it's a legitimate question, is it not? I mean, I, I know I'll be attacked for asking it. And there's your tell. And there's your tell. Okay, uh, I'm not saying there's not. I just don't know. I haven't seen it. Dow Jones uh, came back uh, and closed down. hundred. It was a good smart money hour. Very good smart money hour. Again, I think we're going to see that pattern. This is, these are the patterns to look for, okay? These are the patterns. We got tech leading. We got semis leading. Didn't lead today, uh, but uh, they have been, okay, from, from the lows. Anyway, uh, we had Dow Jones come back, only finished down 166 points. Again, it's up, what did I say, 1,700 points from the lows of, uh, of Wednesday's close. Dow Jones uh, down 166. That was our loser on the day, down half percent. SP 500 down a quarter of a percent. Uh, our, 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 our leader had been all day long, Russell 2000, still finished up right, right about the same as NASDAQ, just slightly behind it. We'll call them both up four tenths of one percent. NASDAQ again, like R2K, finishing green at 56 points at 13.751. So, yeah, that's, that, it was good action. It's, it's good action. I think we're going to continue to see that. And again, it'll be volatile. But I'll tell you straight up, you know, in addition to the positions we own and we continue to buy, uh, tech, of course, is one of those. Uh, Russia, I, 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 I'm very, very close to pulling that trigger. I love double bottoms. If, uh, we, we shared a chart this morning for our folks about a long-term chart of Russia. You know, Russia seems to have these, these, uh, these big uh, fallouts, you know, every few years. And all you got to do is look at the chart and go, yeah, okay, when it collapses, then you buy it because it's going to go higher again. This is not rocket science. I know that, folks. You know, when you hear buy low, sell high, and you're, when you're buying when there's blood in the streets, man, this is kind of that setup, is it not? Again, depending on your time frame, it's not for everybody, uh, but I'm pretty, I'm a gunslinger, you know, so we're, we're definitely going to be buying Russia. No question about it. Uh, the uh, uh, internals today. Again, even when the markets were down sharply and we t had that midday reversal, the internals held up just fine, and they closed fine. Uh, we had positives. Uh, vo NASDAQ volume today was positive by $1.4 billion worth of trading. That's pretty good, okay? And the internals had been better the entire year. Even when we had a correction, they were still better than they were in the fourth quarter of last year. Again, this, the internal action underneath the hood is so important to watch, and it's telling you, I think it's another tell, that this market wants to go higher. NASDAQ, excuse me, advanced decline. Let me get a drink here. Fighting some kind of allergies or something. Ah, thank you. NASDAQ uh, volume, excuse me, advanced decline. Just slightly negative. Same thing with NYSE, just slightly negative. Volume also negative NYSE, but not by much. 52-week high low came in about, about 3 to 1, negative. But again, it's a little bit of a lagging indicator. Um... Let me make sure I cover all this today. I'm going to, this is going to be for our VRA, VRA subscribers too. Um, I don't want to miss anything that I should have covered here. I talked about Russia a little bit. We'll definitely be buying that. Um, uh, just a side note, <clears throat> Fox has gone so hardcore, and I, and I just want to put this out there. I, I, Tucker Carlson is one of, the re one of the only reasons to watch Fox anymore. There's some other good ones, by the way. You know, uh, Mark Levin, of course, is fantastic. There's some others. But Tucker Carlson's the primary reason that I even care about Fox anymore. After watching how these Fox reporters have gone so anti-Russia and building this drumbeat of war, right? We must save Ukraine. The poor people of Ukraine! Watching them go so hardcore and attacking generals. They're, they're, they attack this general, uh, 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 excuse me, a military guy who's a colonel, uh, lieutenant colonel named uh, Douglas uh, McGregor just attacking him for daring to have another view. 
about Russia and Ukraine and daring to question Ukraine and, and Zelensky, okay? Boy, they just go out. A Putin apologist. After seeing all this, I don't know how Tucker Carlson can stay on Fox. I think that they've made the decision. They're going hardcore anti-Russia, and we must save Ukraine. Okay, our allies. They're not allies, by the way. Uh, again, one of the most corrupt countries on the planet. Doesn't mean the people aren't great, but their leadership stinks. Imagine that. Tucker Carlson made a big mistake with Rona early on. Coronavirus insanity. He was one of the first ones to be out there as a uh, as a um, Covidian. He was one of the first Covidians. You know, branch Covidians. Uh, that was just fear-mongering. I mean, Tucker Carlson was straight-up fear-mongering about Rona early on, uh, buying into the footage out of China, people just falling over and dying, you know? My God, this could kill 30, 50, 100, this could kill billions, you know? That's for a fact. He didn't actually say that. Not far from it. But he realized he had really screwed up there. And he very quickly came out and said, you know, I got this wrong. Apologize for it. I respect the hell out of that. That's not easy to do. Because Tucker doesn't get me wrong. He's pretty good. Does his homework. But he got, he, got, he got misled there. He listened to the intelligentsia. To the, to the planners is who he listened to. But Fox has now gone so anti-Russia. And he's been very down the, down, the, down the middle reporting the truth about be careful who you trust your folks, right? Don't, should we trust either one of these guys? And why are we giving our money with all the problems we have here? Same story here for me. I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch tonight, and I will be watching tonight, to see if they even allow him, or to see if they make him moderate his view. Because if Tucker has the spine that I think he has, I think there's an internal battle going on there. They want him to moderate his story. We'll see it tonight. I think a lot of people, by the way, are watching this. I, I know they are. I, I know the people that are watching it. We're watching this to see, because Tucker's going to be key. He really is. A, he's a tell person. He's going to be fun to watch tonight. Um, okay, let's take a look at the internals today. Uh, sorry, just did that. Take a sector watch today. Of our 11 SP 500 sectors, we had, uh, what is that, seven? We had seven finished lower, four finished higher, led to the upside by energy uh, up uh, 2.5%, industrials up 7.1%, to the downside, real estate down 1.7%, and financials down 1.5%. The tenure, by the way, again, like I said, Vladimir Putin is so powerful, he has killed Fed rate hikes, he's killed Rona. He's taking responsibility for inflation. How, I mean, frankly, if you're Biden, he's your best friend. He's your bestie. Thank you, Vlad. Wow. Yeah, that's how poll numbers go up. That's how they do it. Tenure, all the way back down to 1.83%, folks. Remember, what was it, just 2 point whatever? Yeah, I don't, I don't track, honestly. I don't remember it, frankly, very much. It was, it was over 2%, I know. But 1.83 of the tenure now. And by the way... And again, you won't hear this on the mainstream TV, but guess what else is happening? The yield curve is continuing to shrink. The twos and tens. The twos and tens. Economy looks pretty good, though, i got to say. Uh, you know, we, uh, uh, the, the best economist out there is Ed Hyman at, Ever, at, at Evercore. And uh, he's, still, he's been exactly right on the economy. He's still bullish. Still sees growth. Matter of fact, I think they raised their GDP estimates. So the economy is good. The Fed's probably going to hike rates. But like we've said from day one. One or two rate hikes this year. One or two rate hikes. Anything more, we go into recession. Why we, we've been right. Why would we change our story now? By the way, the VIX today closed at 30, up about 9%. You know, again, we're going to have vol added volatility, but I'm telling you, the play here, unless something goes you know, sideways, 
this is the this is this is the buy the dip play. This is that play. I recognize it. And if again, if it changes, we'll tell you straight up. Tell you, I, I don't I don't care about being right or wrong. I I, I just want to report it to help you make as much money as possible. This is what we do. It's why we do what we do. Okay. In our commodity watch today, uh, again, we had a uh, good move today in gold. Uh, you know, again, it's a lower high. It is a lower high. 1935 is the high. Closed in 1912 at $24 an ounce. Uh, little consolidation going on here. We take, we took, matter of fact, we took profits uh, in our options program of about 230%. Again, you sell your hedges at the open. When war breaks out, that's what we did. It was the right play. Uh, we're going to be buying the miners again here soon, uh, aggressively. We, we didn't sell them, of course. <clears throat> we sold the hedges as far as the, the, uh, the miners and the options program. We're going to be aggressively adding positions here pretty soon. Stay with us. We'll give you a heads up. Or again, just come join us. You'll find out when we do it. Silver today, uh, 51 cents an ounce at 24.53. Copper also up today, up uh, just slightly, up about two cents a pound at 4.49. Again, we love that story. Love precious metals. Love copper. A lot of money to be made in this group, folks. This is a new multi-year bull market. It's a cycle move higher. We're, we're, we're at the early stages now of a cycle move higher in this group. It's going to make, I think, make you a whole lot of money. Um, oil today, uh, $4 a barrel, $95.69. Again, still lower high. Uh, and uh, uh, Bitcoin, this is interesting because, as you know, uh, uh, we, uh, I turned bearish on Bitcoin at 58000 last October, November. And uh, we, I put it all in gold. That's what we did. That's what I reported to you here. Bitcoin may have bottomed last night. I was on Wayne's, Wayne Roots radio program last week, talked about this. Talked about here as well. If Bitcoin starts to really get a bid, and today it was up forty-two hundred dollars, turned like that, got up eleven percent today, forty-one thousand sixty-four. Bitcoin really starts to get a bid here, like it looks like it may be. That tells me two things. Maybe, maybe Putin is going to be more aggressive here. Maybe the elite in Ukraine should probably start moving their money into Bitcoin. Maybe that's really happening. Maybe they didn't believe it. Maybe it's happening. But more likely, it's probably telling us that something with China and Ukraine is going to happen. All right, this is a big story. And I, as I said in Wayne's show, if, if Bitcoin gets hot, and I'm talking about breaking 50,000 again, breaking 55,000, okay, if this move continues. By the way, the 200-day moving average is 49,400 that I think it's the early indicator that China's going to take Taiwan. Why wouldn't they? Right? What was this with this guy in the White House? Why wouldn't they? And, and again, communist helping communist. Of course he would. Uh, Biden's a communist, right? Xi's a communist. Why? Well, of course he would. Of course he's going to take Taiwan. Of course he is. Of course he is. If not, then it it it'd blow my mind. So I would expect Bitcoin to get red hot because wealthy Taiwanese. That are, they're, they're going to be forced out of whatever they're doing here. Maybe the pro-U.S., right? How are they going to move the money out of the country real quick? Well, they do it through Bitcoin. So anyway, it's just something really you have to keep a close eye on here, folks. All right, uh, we're a little long today, but I had a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on here. And I, again, I hope you all had a great day. Stay with us. We'll cover this uh, legitimately straight down the middle. And if something changes, we'll let you know. But again, come and join us. We're, uh, I think we're positioned pretty well to crush these markets for the rest of this year and for some time. We're on the right side of where these markets are going, and uh, we work hard to make sure that happens. Appreciate you listening, folks. Have a great night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.